say, I'm trusting the Lord. I'm trusting the Lord. And, and the life of faith, it's the best life to live because um, you're not re relying on yourself. You're relying on God. Hmm. Isn't that great? You don't have to rely on you. <laughs> Woohoo! I don't have to rely on me. And guess what? I don't have to rely on anybody else. I don't have to rely on man because people will fail you, but God will never fail you. Yes. Amen. And Amen. so we want to stay in that life of faith. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's open up in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for what you have for us tonight. Lord, I thank you, Father, for the, this uh, service, this midweek service, though, though, Lord, it is virtually. I thank you, Father, for our building, and we have our regular uh, midweek service in our own building. I see it. I see it, and I thank you, Father, for it. We believe we receive our building. And I thank you, Father, for this service. I thank you for utterances coming forth by the Spirit. I thank you that your word would be glorified and that it would be, there would be a free flow of it. In Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you, Father, the plan that you have for tonight, for those watching, for this service, it shall come to pass. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, let's open up our Bibles tonight to Psalms. Praise the Lord. Psalms chapter 33. Amen. amen. Praise God. Remember, faith is coming to us tonight. Amen. Because we're hearing his word and we're going to be looking at some scriptures tonight. You know, when you see these scriptures, you're filling up your heart with his word. Amen. Amen. And you want, you want your words to come forth when you are declaring his word from a full place, not an empty place. Amen. Amen. Uh, for the past few weeks, we have been ministering during our pre-service prayer on the types of prayer, the nine different kinds of prayer. We've talked about the prayer of petition, which is the prayer of faith, uh, the prayer of supplication. We talked a few weeks about the prayer of commitment. That's casting your cares on the Lord. And tonight we're going to talk about uh, the the prayer of praise and worship. Amen. Amen. And uh, I remember one minister said, this is one of the most important types of prayer. You can add it to any of the others, right? Mm -hmm. You can always add your praise and worship to the end of casting your cares on the Lord. Mm -hmm. You always can add your praise and worship to the end of the prayer of faith, yeah, right? To the end of uh, those prayers of supplication. You're praying the Ephesians prayers. You can add the prayer of praise and worship. And so yes. we're going to look at Specifically, you know, worship is ministering to the Lord. It's waiting on God. And we've, we've ministered on that um, in the past. But tonight, I really want to focus on the praise part. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Because it's important as people of faith to be people of praise. Mm -hmm. To be people of praise. Amen. Yes. Uh, there is a responding that is required in our faith life. And we get together during church and we can sing a song, but just because we're singing a song doesn't mean we're praising God. Right, yeah. Amen. Um, so, hey, we're going to talk about praise tonight. Amen. Amen. Psalms 33, 1 says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Uh, the New King James says, Praise is beautiful for the upright. The Amplified says, Rejoice in the Lord. Here is what praise is, it's rejoicing in, well, he, the, the Bible's talking about rejoicing in God, right? In the Lord, you righteous. For praise is becoming and appropriate for those who are upright in heart. 
Praise is becoming to you. Praise is beautiful. Praise is appropriate for the believer. Uh, The word praise means the act of expressing approval or admiration. You know, some people will praise uh, we praise God, right? When we praise God, we're, we're, at, we're expressing our love to Him. We're expressing our admiration to God. We are um, expressing our thanks. We're so thankful. He's just so good. And we're just praising Him. What are we doing? We're magnifying who God is in our life. We're expressing our, our love for Him and our admiration, right? Um, but, you know, you can praise other things. Whatever you are lifting up in your life, whatever you're talking about, you know, if you're talking about circumstances, um, things that are going wrong, your body that's maybe not going how you would like it to go, um, you're lifting that up. You're admiring that situation over God. You're praising that situation the symptoms, uh, if there's no finances and you're talking about it continually, you're praising that situation over what the Word says. And so here in Psalms 31, it says to rejoice in the Lord, to praise Him, for it is beautiful. It's appropriate for us as believers to praise God, to admire Him, right? But it, it is an act of expressing It's not something that you just do in your heart. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Forever Church, we need to um, grow in our praise. We need to get a little louder in our praise. Amen. And it's not just at church, but at home. Mm -hmm. At home, when we wake up, when our feet hit the floor, praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I praise you for this is the day that you have made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. I'm praising you, Father, for all that you've done. You, from the minute your feet hit the floor, your mouth is expressing praise to God. Amen. From the minute your feet hit the floor, your mouth is expressing praise. You know, there's a verse that says, seven times a day will I praise you. Mm-hmm. Seven times a day. And I, I was looking at that verse today. I have it posted in my uh, where I put my makeup on, and I thought, Lord, am I praising you seven times a day? It's interesting because right after that, the Bible, uh, it goes on to say that, um, and nothing shall offend them. And it says, those who love thy law, they'll praise you seven times a day and nothing will offend them. You know, when you and I stay in an attitude of praise, praising God, magnifying him, um, exalting him, because that's really what you're doing when you are expressing your gratitude and your admiration. See, because whatever you talk about, that's what you are expressing your, your admiration for. And you may think, well, yeah, but I'm just talking about something and it's going wrong. But if you're talking about it over and over and over, how it's going wrong and it's not going right, you know, or you're texting your friends, it's just, this isn't working and I don't like this. And, and you're complaining you are really putting your affection on the things that are going the wrong way Uh instead of putting your affection and your admiration on God and His Word, right? So you can have your affection on the wrong thing. Your admiration can be on the wrong things. And in this world, it's so easy because we live in a natural world. We're surrounded by people 
who they can be negative. Not everybody's positive and happy and, <laughs> and you know, and even if they are, they're not full of the joy of the Lord, right? Yeah. And so praise, the Bible says here in Psalms 33, is appropriate for the believer. Are you a believer? then praise is appropriate for you. And it's something that is expressed. It's not something, well, I'm praising God in my heart. No, praise is expressed. How do you express something? Through your mouth. Through your mouth. Through actions. We're going to look at another verse where it talks about, uh, let's look at, uh, matter of fact, why don't we go there to Psalms chapter, I believe it's Psalms 150. Praise God. We're talking about praise. Amen. Amen. The prayer of praise and worship. Prayer of praise and worship will bring deliverance. It'll bring the power of God on the scene. Amen. Psalms 150. So praise is an expression of your admiration for, could be for the Lord, but you could be lifting up something else, right? Depends on what you're praising. What are you expressing your admiration towards? River Church, we're expressing our admiration our approval towards the Lord, towards God, what he has done. Psalms 150 verse 1 says, praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God in his sanctuary. What's his sanctuary? Church. When you get to church, praise God. How are you going to do it? You've got to express it with your mouth, right? Praise him in the firmament of his power. means praise him in the heavens. Praise him for his mighty acts. What are you going to praise God for? His mighty acts. What has he done in your life? What things have you seen him do? How has he brought you to the other side? The times he healed you, delivered you. Go back and bring those things back up before the Lord. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. How great has he been towards you, towards your family? You have seen, River Church, you have seen his greatness in your life. He's done miracles in your life. Praise him for those miracles. Thank him for the time he got you into that house that you thought was impossible. Thank him for the time he got you that job or opened that door for that, that new business or gave you a promotion or put some money in your hand one day when you weren't even expecting it. Maybe you got a check in the mail. Praise him. Praise him for his greatness. Why? He's thinking about you. His power is towards you. His love is towards you. Amen. And then it says praise him. Remember now, praise is an expression. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Did you know you can praise God on an instrument? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You're expressing your admiration for God. You're praising him. It says on the sound of a trumpet, with the psaltery, with the harp. Come on. So here we see that you can praise God on an instrument. Hallelujah. I wish I could play an instrument. Amen. So I'm praising the Lord on my instrument. But haven't you seen people praising God? You know, there's a, I grew up watching Phil Driscoll. He's, uh, would play the trumpet at some of the meetings that I grew up going to. Boy, he's praising God on that trumpet and he's praising him with all of his might. He's not saying anything, but he's expressing, he's expressing it through the playing of the instrument. So you can praise God with an instrument, right? And then it says um, in verse 5, praise him upon the loud cymbals. Wow, loud, it says, loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. Church isn't always quiet. Right. There are moments. Yeah. But there are moments when praise is loud. Yeah, there are right. shouts of praise. There's loud um, instruments. I've seen people play the drums. The Spirit of God move on them. They're playing drums, and all of a sudden, uh, it's, they're praising God on that instrument. And it's just them and God. 
It's just them and God. It's between them and God. And that person's praising the Lord on an instrument. Boy, it's a, it's a powerful thing to see. Amen. Praise them on the high sounding symbols. Let everything, verse six, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Well, Pastor Melina, I can't play an instrument. Yeah, but you've got your mouth. You've got your, well, I don't know how to sing, but you still have your mouth. You still have your mouth. Amen. And you can praise him. Uh, there's a verse that says, praise him with the dance. Amen. Uh, there's, there's ways that we can express our praise. It, remember, it's an expression. Say it's an expression. It's not something that, well, I just praise him in my heart. No, you are expressing it either on an instrument you're expressing it with your, with your words. Uh, you know, you may not sing great. You know, I'm not a great singer, but I'll praise. I just wake up. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I'm just praising him, praising him with my lips. Amen. So praise is appropriate for the believer. Praise God. Amen. Let's look at Isaiah 61. So we're talking about praise tonight. Because God wants us to praise him more. You know, we just read Psalms 150. Every verse, it looks like started with praise. Praise him. Praise him. In case we didn't get it, praise him again. Yeah. You can read throughout all the Psalms and David keeps saying, praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Hey. You know, it talks about praise. Uh, I believe it's a little uh, over 240 times in the Bible. It talks about God talks about praise. Mm. That's a lot. God likes it when we praise him, when we admire him, when we lift him up. Amen. When we put our attention on him. Amen. Um, Isaiah 61, 3. Praise the Lord. Let me get there. Isaiah 61, verse 3. And here uh, Isaiah is talking about the spirit of the Lord's upon him. Uh, to preach the gospel, to set the captives free. And in verse 3, it says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Instead of having a heavy, burdened, and failing spirit, that's what the Amplified says, God wants us to have the garment... The Amplified says, the expressive of praise instead. Wow. He has given us the garment expressive of praise. But it, it's something that we put on. We put on that garment of praise. How do we do it? With our expressions. From the minute we wake up. You know, you may feel, you know, there's times when you may feel heavy. You may feel uh, feelings of sadness feelings of depression, you know, these are, yes, these are real feelings, but guess what? These feelings, uh, they may come, but I don't stay in them. They may try and come and, or feelings of heaviness. You're like, man, why am I feeling so, you know what? I shake it off. You know, on, uh, on Sunday, we talked about shutting down the wrong voices. Those are wrong voices that come Uh that tell you you're sad, tell you you're depressed, tell you, oh man, things aren't going right, right? Those aren't the right voices. And we can put on the garment of praise Mm -hmm. instead of a spirit of heaviness. Mm -hmm. God's given us an option. You know, the Bible says choose life or choose death. Well, he's saying choose the heaviness or you can choose a garment of praise. Mm -hmm. 
You know, and a garment is, you know, what is a garment? It's clothes. It's something, a garment is like a, something you have to put on. You know, God's given us our mouth. He's given us even words to say. You know, you could, you, if you don't know how to praise him, read Psalms 150. Start reading the Psalms. There's many verses in there that talk about praise ye the Lord. You know, Psalm 103 says, bless the Lord, O my soul. What's that? That's praising God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless his holy name. I will praise his holy name. How am I doing that? With my mouth. I'm going to choose when those feelings of depression, sadness, you may have gone through some things. Maybe you've been through uh, loss and that spirit of grief tries to get on you. Or maybe you're going through something right now and you feel hopeless. Don't let that hopeless stay on you. Don't let it stay in your life. Don't let it stay in your thought life. Instead, start praising God. You know, the minute you put on that garment of praise, how do you do that? You start praising the Lord. You can read his word and praise him through his word. You, you say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm putting on joy today. I'm putting on gladness today. I'm putting on the joy of the Lord. What am I doing? I'm putting on a garment of praise. I'm getting rid of that spirit of heaviness. See, God's given you the ability to put on uh, the garment of praise, but we have to do it. Amen. And I would say we need to do it daily. Say daily. daily. So we're going to look at how the early church, they daily praised God. It was a lifestyle. Amen. Let's look at Luke. We're going to look in the New Testament. We've read a couple verses, so many verses in the Old Testament, but we're going to look at uh, Luke. Amen. Praise God. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Luke chapter 24. Praise the Lord. You know, when you praise God, the Bible says praise in Psalms 22, 3, praise um, God inhabits the praises of his people. That's why you start to feel that heaviness lift. When you start praising God, you'll feel that heaviness lift because he inhabits your praises. In other words, he moves, he's in your praises. He's not in that spirit of heaviness. He's not in worry. He's not in cares and doubt and unbelief. He's not in any of that. He's not even in your complaining. You can't complain and expect God's power to go to work if you're complaining. The Bible says, Psalms 22, 3, He inhabits the praises of Israel. He inhabits the praises of His people. That means if you want more of God in that situation, start praising Him more. Because he doesn't inhabit complaining, doubt, and unbelief. Amen? Amen? And he will help. You know what's so good about God? He'll help you out of the wrong flows. He'll help you, and he'll help you uh, get into that praise flow. Just start praising him. You, well, I don't know how. I've never done it. Just open up your mouth and say, I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. And just start thanking him. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. Thank you for your goodness towards me and my family. Thank you, Father. I praise you, Lord. And you just start lifting him up. Praise is a flow of faith. It's a flow of faith. It's a flow of God. It's the flow of heaven. And he inhabits your praises. He's in those praises. You know, God's always in the faith flow. He's not in the doubt flow. He's not in the worry flow. He's not in the flow of unbelief. 
and complaining is unbelief. Yeah. Right? Matter of fact, let's, let's go look at, I know I told you to go to Luke, but let's look at Philippians. Let's look there real quick. Philippians chapter 2. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because let's see what praise is not. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. Praise the Lord. In the New Testament, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians. Amen. Amen. We love our Bible. There's answers. Answers in our Bible. Answers when we come to church. Amen. There's answers for our life. Amen. If we'll take the answers, oh man, set us free. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 14 says, do all things, say all things, things. without murmurings and disputings. The Amplified says, do all things, say all things, things. without grumbling, fault finding, and complaining. We know who the master complainers were. You know, anytime I think of the complainers, examples of complainers in the Bible, I always think of the children of Israel the first generation, and what happened with them. They were grumblers. They found fault. They were fault finders. They found fault with Moses. They found fault with God. They complained. Why did you bring us out here? Did you bring us out here to die? You know, why, why we want to eat food. Where's the food? We need water. They were always complaining. But the Bible says, do all things without grumbling and complaining. Verse 15, that you may show yourselves to be, the Amplified says, blameless, guileless, innocent, and uncontaminated children of God. You know, when we get in the world's flow, it contaminates us. And the world's flow is a flow of complaining. And a lot of people, well, you know, I'm just venting. I'm venting. Well, that is a contaminated flow. Because really it's complaining and it's fault finding and it's out of faith and you can step into it so easily. I can step in it so without even realizing it. Right. But if you're in the word, you're listening to the Lord. If you got that praise on your lips, you're not going to be complaining. You're not going to be fault finding. You're not going to be grumbling about what they did and what they didn't do and what he should have done. And, and I wish I would have done, you know, no, we're not in that worldly flow. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, River Church, that flow is evil. Yep. It's evil because it's an evil report. Mm-hmm. We ministered on this on Sunday. Anything that is not of the report of the Lord is evil. Good. It's not just a bad report. The Bible says it was an evil p- report mm-hmm. of unbelief that the Israelites had straight yeah. from the pit of hell. That unbelief was straight from the pit of hell. It was mm-hmm. evil to God. Why? Because it wasn't faith. Then they complained and they grumbled. And when they complained and they grumbled against God, it kept them out. It, it hindered their faith where they couldn't even believe God to get into the promised land, land that was yeah. already promised to them. Yeah. So River Church, if you want to be uncontaminated, if you want to be, the Amplified says, a bright light in a dark world. Right? The Bible says you're the salt of the earth. Right here it says to be a bright light in a dark world. No complaining. No grumbling. No fault finding. That's not who you are. That's not what God created you to be. He didn't create you to be a complainer. He didn't create me to to have the wrong flow on my lips. 
He created me to have praise on my lips, praise for God, yes. lifting up God. See, when you're complaining, you're looking at the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. See, the Israelites, they were looking at what they didn't have yeah. instead of being thankful for the deliverance <laughs> right. that God provided for them yeah. and the power of God that brought them out with silver and gold. Right. God brought them out, and they were still not satisfied. Mm -hmm. They were still complainers. River Church, you know, God can bless you. You can have blessing after blessing, a great husband, a wonderful home, a good church, great kids, and you're still complaining. And you're wondering why you can't get out of this rut. Like the Israelites, they kept going around the mountain, going, it's like they couldn't get out. Why? Because they, they complained and they couldn't, they couldn't get in a, a place of faith because they wouldn't put their attention on what God had done for them. Instead, they were so focused on what they didn't have what they didn't have. Stop focusing on what you don't have. Stop focusing on what you wish you had, yeah. what you wish they would do for you yeah. because it's hindering your faith. Yeah. Oh, it's the plot of the enemy. He wants you to focus on all the negative. You know, it's so easy to find dirt. Mm -hmm. I could go in my backyard and I can find a piece of dirt. Anybody can find something negative. Anybody can find dirt. When's the last time you turned and looked at that situation and said, what good is there in that situation? What good is there in that person? You know what, Lord, I'm grateful. They're, they're a good provider. I'm grateful. They're, you know, that, that's a great teacher. I can tell they really love the kids. Yeah. Lord, I'm so grateful for, for my parents. They may not know the Lord, but boy, they really showed me their love by providing for me. And Lord, I'm believing that they're coming to know you. Yeah. Right? Instead of, well, you know, I never had this. I never had that. They never did this. They never did that. That's grumbling, fault finding, yeah. complaining. Yeah. And it's, there's no praise in that. There's no glory to God in that. That's not being a, a light in a dark world. Right. You're blending in with darkness. Oh. You're blending in with darkness. That's good. Yeah. And God wants us to stand out because people need you. Yeah. People need what you have. And the enemy's trying to get you distracted to focus on what you don't have. Yeah. So you're so focused on yourself. Mm. Listen, because I love you. It's so easy. When we focus on things we don't have, what are we really focusing on? Ourselves. Mm, right. Ourselves. And then we, we're not even seeing the hurting people around us. The people that don't even know that they could be healed. That they can be delivered. That their marriages can be restored. Because we're so focused on ourselves and what we don't have. What's not going right for us? Mm -hmm. And our attention's in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. That's good. And God wants us to shine as a bright star in a dark world. Mm -hmm. And we can only do that if we'll stay in an attitude of praise and thankfulness. Right. Be thankful. And yes, maybe that situation isn't exactly what you want it to be. Maybe it's not all that you know, you know it could be. You know, but you're dealing with other people, right? You're not going to change their will. But you know what? God can change it. God can turn it around if you'll start praising God and thanking Him. And don't be a grumbler. No more grumbling. No more complaining. No more fault finding. Get into a place of praise. Put on a garment of praise instead of complaining. Because the more you complain, the more you grumble, the more you fault find, you're going to feel heaviness. You're going to feel hopeless. Why? Because it's the flow of the world. It's the flow of the enemy. He wants you to feel those things. Get out of that flow. It's so easy. Just put on the garment of praise. 
There's been times, Lord, I don't know how it's going to work out, but hallelujah, I praise you that you're working it out, Lord. You're working it out. Your power is going to work. I thank you for your power that keeps that child. I thank you for your power that's restoring. I thank you for your power that's working. There's no distance in this spirit. Amen. So you just start praising God that he's working because he's big enough. He's big enough. When you complain, you don't think God's big enough. You're putting your trust in man. Put your trust in God. And start praising him. And you'll see that situation turn. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, now let's look at Luke. Praise the Lord. Now we're going to look at Luke, what the early church did. Where praise was a continual flow. Amen. Luke chapter 24. Praise the Lord. We're getting blessed tonight. Amen. Our faith is coming as we're hearing it tonight. The word is being preached and faith is coming to us. What is faith coming to us tonight for? To be a praiser. Yes. To no longer be a complainer and a grumbler. Yeah. That's what faith is coming to us for. And now we're going to take the word we hear tonight. We're going to apply it. Amen. Because faith comes. But now we've got to put it to action, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. Because, you know, I always thought, man, I love to hear the word. I could go sit in meetings and hear the word all, all day long, all week long. Well, that's good. But are you taking that word and applying it? Mm-hmm. Amen. Luke 24 Verse 50, and it's talking about um, Jesus here. He led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands, and he blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them. This is Jesus. This is is when he's ascending to heaven, and he was carried up into heaven. Don't you love how he blessed them before he left? I love that. And he blessed them. (laughs) And verse 52, and they worshiped him. And returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Now listen to this last verse, verse 53. And we're continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Mm. What am I going to do all day? I'm going to (laughs) continually praise and bless God. That's my job as a believer. Not to complain, not to grumble, but to continually praise and bless God. God. Amen. There's a continuing. This isn't something we just do on Sundays. This isn't praise isn't just something we do on Wednesdays or when we're singing a song. No praise is being expressed throughout my mouth, throughout my dance. (laughs) Sometimes I'll dance throughout my arms. I lift my hands and I'll express with my mouth my praise to God. It's a continual flow of my life daily. Amen. It's a daily lifestyle, not just done at church, but daily, right? Now let's look at Acts chapter 2, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts chapter 2, verse 46. Praise the Lord. We love to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why? Because he inhabits our praises. He's not inhabiting complaining. God's not in it. That's why it hasn't changed. That situation for you hasn't changed because he's not in your complaining. He's not in you finding fault. Do you know the Bible says the devil Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He's the one who accuses. Don't allow Satan to use your mouth to accuse. Amen. Hey, been there, done that, and I didn't like it. And there's still areas I still got to work on. I'm still working on. But I've realized if I'll start praising God more, trusting him more, praise God, power of God will go to work. Amen. Amen. Uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 46. 
and they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house. They did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily. And verse 46 says they were continually daily with one accord. They were praising God. You know, when you're praising God, he adds to you. That's what happened here. The people were continually praising God. And when they were continually praising God, there was an addition to their church. When you will stay in that flow of praise, there will be an adding to in your family and adding to in your finances and adding to in your health. Why? Because praise is, is a outflow of your faith. You know, we praise God many times. I'm not praising God because I feel like it when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, yeah, woohoo, today's Monday. You know, I'm not thinking those like, yeah, you know, it's just part of me. I just like to praise God. No, it's something I put on. I'm putting on that garment of praise. I am making it a continual flow. I am going against how I feel. I feel too tired. I can't, you know, I'm going against all those other flows and I'm getting in the praise flow, in the heavenly flow. I choose to put it on, right? And when we do those things, not because I feel like it, but because the word says to do it. I said, not because I feel like it, but because the word says to do it, there will be an addition to my life. Instead of a subtraction, you know, complaining, grumbling, fault finding, that, that will subtract from your life. It'll subtract from your finances, from your marriage, wherever you are complaining, whatever you're complaining about. Every time you do that, you're chipping a, a piece away of that marriage, of your finances. You're subtracting. You're subtracting from um, that situation. And God doesn't want subtraction for you. He wants addition for you. And so he showed us right here, start praising God, get into that continual flow, make it a daily habit, say a daily habit of praise, amen. It's a continual flow. And when we start to make it a daily habit, we'll start to see the Lord adding to us. Guess what he adds to you? Joy. He adds to you peace. He adds love to you. He adds finances to you. Come on, you just start praising God. He, he, he adds um, that peace of mind where the worries are gone. You know, you can't worry and praise God at the same time. Mm-hmm. You just can't. It, if you will stay in that continual flow of praise, nope, I just I gave all those worries to the Lord. I cast them on Him. Now I just praise you, Father, that you're working on this situation. I praise you, Lord, that you're working on my behalf. The power of God, it goes to work in that situation. This is our year of great deliverance. Our children are restored. Our minds are restored. Our bodies are restored. The power of God is working. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. And you just start praising him. What are you doing? You're inviting God's power on the scene because when you praise God, it his power goes to work and he brings deliverance. I said he brings deliverance. River Church, remember what the Lord said for us in 2021, a year of great deliverance. And at the end of that word that the Lord gave me, he said, and praise and worship, praise and worship. Keep his, that word of deliverance in your mouth continually and praise and worship is the key. Why? Because when you praise God, you are bringing God on the scene and that deliverance comes. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Look at what happened to, to Paul and Silas as we get ready to close. Amen. In Acts chapter 16. So God adds to us when we praise. Right? So we could say, when I complain, I'm subtracted from. I don't want subtraction in my life. I've been there, done that, and I don't like it. It's not fun to be subtracted from in any area, in my relationships, in my body, in my finances, in the ministry. It's not fun to be subtracted from. And I've realized when I've opened the door to the devil by my complaining, right? I don't like it. It's not fun. Um, Acts chapter 16, verse 25. And here is the familiar story of Paul and Silas. Amen. Verse 25, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. And what did they do? Sang praises unto God. And guess what? The prisoners heard them. In other words, they weren't, you know, uh, the Bible doesn't say here, um, you know, they did it quietly. Right. No one heard them. They did it in their hearts. But God knew their hearts. The Bible doesn't say that. It says the prisoners heard them. Yeah. In other words, they were loud enough for people to hear them. Right. I said they were loud enough. River Church, let's get a little bit louder in our praise. Amen. Let's get a little bit louder when we're praising God at church. Amen. We ought to hear one another. Yeah. Sometimes I turn around, but where did everybody go? Oh, oh, you're all still here because I can't hear you. <laughs> praise is something we can hear. You know, when, when the uh, Israelites, when uh, Joshua and they marched around Jericho, they were loud. Those walls, and guess what happened? Those walls, there was an, a song we used to sing when I was a kid. Uh, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Guess what? And the walls came tumbling down. What? How did he fight it? With praise. The praisers went first. What happened? They, there was the prayer of praise right there. They were praising God. And those walls came tumbling down. Just like this right here with Paul and Silas. They sang praises unto God. The prisoners heard them. Verse 26. And suddenly, come on, when you get in a a place of praise, you're going to have a lot of suddenlies. Uh You you know, I just, I don't know why I don't have any suddenlies. Stop complaining and start praising God that his power is working. Praise him because you love him. Praise him because his good He's good. Remember we read earlier, praise him for his greatness. God, you're so great. Wow, you brought me so far. I didn't even know I could live a life of faith, God. Thank you for showing me how. Thank you for the people you've divinely connected me to who have taught me the word. I just praise you, Father. And I'm so thankful. See, when you're in an attitude of praise, you're thankful. Here's Paul and Silas in a prison. Do you think they had a reason to be thankful? They had no reason whatsoever. They were beaten. Yep. They were, they were, uh, their feet were in, in, you know, locked up. Yep. And here they are, instead of complaining, what would you do if that was you? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, here I am doing the Lord's work. And, you know, where is everybody? Now I'm in jail and I obeyed God. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't complain. Yeah. Bible says they didn't complain. It says they prayed and sang praises. And guess what? They had a suddenly. What happened? The power of God. God inhabits the praises of his people. They started praising God and God moved in on the scene. That's what that means. It says he inhabits the praises. He moves on in to that situation. Whatever you need God to move in on, whatever you need God to turn around for you, 
Start praising God. Lift your hands. The Bible says lift up holy hands to the Lord. Start expressing your praise to God with your mouth, with your hands. Extend them to the Lord and with the dance and just praise God. Be loud. Let other people hear you. Praise God, especially in church. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not saying at work you're at your desk. Hallelujah. You know, I'm not, I mean, come on, you know, be, be wise. As my mama used to say, be wise, bubbly eyes. <laughs> be wise, you know. Uh, but when you're in church, that is the atmosphere where you can be loud. And guess what? You should be loud at home. Amen. People should hear you in your home praising God, glorifying God. They should hear more praise from you than anything else. Yeah. More faith from you than anything else. Hallelujah. If they hear more complaining, then you're unbalanced. If my family hears more complaining from me, then I'm unbalanced. I'm not where I should be spiritually. Praise the Lord. I'm preaching to myself, church. Preaching to myself. Why? We're getting on track this year. God wants to move us into our building. And to do that, we have to learn to be thankful right now with our families, not complaining, because when we move into that new place, there's going to be things we're going to need to do. Yeah. We can't be, oh, I can't believe they're not this building and I'm complaining about, then I got to do this and they want me to come paint. What do they think I am? Uh, you know, I have my job. Don't they know I have a job? You know, are you going to be complaining? Uh-huh. Are you going to be thankful? Good. Thankful for what God has done. Why? Because when we're thankful and we praise him, he moves in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man. He moves in on the scene. So Paul and Silas, they did not complain. I love what one minister said. They were in jail, but jail didn't get in them. So whatever you're going through, it it may be a midnight hour. You know, it says it was midnight for them, literally. But you could be going through something that it could be your darkest hour. Something that you're experiencing you never thought you would. You know, it doesn't look like um, how you wanted it to turn out. Guess what? It's not over yet. It can turn around. If you'll start praising God, if you'll allow God to inhabit your mouth. I said, allow God to inhabit your mouth. No more complaining. Don't allow the evil one to use your mouth. See, when you're complaining and grumbling and fault finding and pointing the finger and you did this wrong and why aren't you doing this? You're fault finding the enemy. You're allowing the enemy to inhabit your mouth. Mm -mm -mm. Say, not me. me. No more. more. Say, no more. more. I'm not allowing the enemy. To use my mouth. My mouth is a mouth of praise. Praising God and worshiping Him. Amen. Praise God. And when you need deliverance, you just start praising God. You need the power of God to go to work. Start praising Him. Amen. Instead of complaining, I'm going to start praising. I'm going to stay in in that uh, prayer of praise and worship. Praise God. I'm going to bring God in on the scene through my praise and worship. Through that prayer of praise and worship. Amen. Amen. Man, I tell you, River Church, circumstances may come, but you're an overcomer. Mm-hmm. And it's our attitude. Say, it's my attitude. Yeah. Come on. And what we have put our attention on, it's our attitude that will determine our outcome. You can't be complaining and have a good outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul and Silas didn't complain. If they would have, we probably wouldn't be reading about them today. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's good. What will generations after you, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren, what will they say about you when you're gone? Mm -hmm. Will they say, she was a woman of faith. He was a man of faith. 
He, I would hear him praising God in the kitchen. I, hear, I would hear him praising God in the garage when he was working on his cars. I could hear him praising God. He was a man of praise. Wow. He was a man of faith. What are they going to say? Or are they going to say, well, yeah, man, she complained about everything. She even complained when it was cold outside. She complained when, blah, you know, are you going to be a complainer? Or are you going to be known as a praiser? Mm-hmm. Amen. I want to be known as a praiser. I want God to move in my life. He has so much more River Church for us, but we've got to step more into that flow of praise where we're expressing it with our mouth. It's an expression. Mm-hmm. Say it's an expression. expression. It's not something that's just in our heart. Praise isn't in your heart. It comes out of your mouth. You can read Psalms and read all the the Psalms of David. They were expressions and songs coming out from his mouth. Amen. Amen. And through his instrument, he was praising God. Amen. Amen. There's no faith in complaining. There's no faith in complaining. There's faith when we praise. Amen. And we're moving into all that God has for us. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad you serve a faithful God who inhabits your praises. So as we close tonight, I want you to say this with me. Say, Dear Lord, come to you now and I ask you to forgive me if I've been a complainer for complaining, for grumbling, for fault finding right now. I choose to be a praiser. I put on the garment of praise. No more heaviness. No more heaviness, River Church. For those of you watching, No more heaviness. God gave you an answer tonight for that spirit of heaviness that keeps coming and trying to settle on you. You just start praising God. You start praising Him with your mouth. It could be your darkest hour. You may not feel like it. You start praising God for He inhabits your praises. The power of God and deliverance will come when you start to praise Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's praise Him one time together before we close. Let's just praise Him. Let's practice what we preach tonight. Amen. Father God, we praise You tonight and we glorify You and we thank You, Father, for Your greatness. What a great and mighty God we serve. Oh, we praise You, Jesus. We thank You for Your deliverance. We thank You, Father, for turning. You're turning those situations around. Hallelujah. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fear. But Father, it's in your hands and we just praise you for your power that's going to work. And there's no distance in the spirit. Wherever you are right now, there's no distance in the spirit. The power of God, I believe, is coming right through that camera and it's, it's, it's uh, ministering life to you. It's giving you answers tonight. Amen. And we call your body healed and whole in Jesus' name. Wherever you have pain, just put your hand on that part of your body. And I'm going to come in agreement for the power of God to bring healing right now. Father, I thank you for your healing power. No distance in the spirit for your healing. Yes, and even healing the brokenhearted, Father. Healing those that have been sad, uh, that spirit of grief trying to come on them. We bind that spirit of grief. We tell it to go in Jesus' name. And I thank you for the healing power of God that heals the heart, but also heals the body. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet, I call every organ functioning perfectly. In Jesus' name, kidneys, you function perfectly. Heart, you pump blood to the perfection that God created you to. In Jesus' name, feet, you be healed. Pain, you leave those feet 
in the name of Jesus. We speak healing right now. I thank you, Father, for the power of God. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord, for you are the healer. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And I thank you for your healing power right now. It's working. Just say, power of God is working in my body. I'm healed. Hallelujah. I receive my healing. I take my healing. And I praise you. Now just start praising him. Praise you, Father, for being my healer, my deliverer. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the healing power that's flowing right now. Thank you, Father, for you inhabit our praises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're so big. You're so good. Nothing's too hard for you. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Praise your name. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for that healing flow. That healing flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Isn't he good? Isn't he faithful? Well, River Church, we love you. I thank you for watching tonight. You're going to have a great rest of the week. And don't forget to join us on Sunday for Mother's Day. Faith Kids starts back up again. We're excited for them. Amen. Hallelujah. And we will see you on Sunday.